everybody, this is Eric Frankhouse from EFP. Doing episode 25 today, and we're going to be doing the breaking point. What is a breaking point? Well, to me, it's when is a campaign ready to end? There's a lot of people out there who discuss this and, and talk about, like, ah, my campaigns end when X happens. But everyone's different. So I'm going to give you my point of view on when I think a campaign's coming to an end from my side of the screen and from the player's side of the screen. So, a little background. Go back to episode 9, my group just decided to kind of go all in again. We're going to try something new, kind of rededicate ourselves. It's like doing marriage vows again, but we're not married. And we decided we're going to do a new campaign and a new setting, all new stuff. We did 5th edition, I designed a new setting called Magic Monsters, The Marks of Men. That can be found on Patreon, on, e on EFP. We've done 12 sessions now. We just hit level 10 last session, which was Sunday. And... We have one person who might be leaving for a work thing where he might not be around for Sundays for a little bit in the summer. Then we had an epic combat, which was awesome. They found the foundation of magic. And so now we're talking about, do we want to do something else? Do we want to continue in this? 12, 12 episodes, 12 sessions, 12 four-hour sessions is a lot of hours. It's an entire TV series. That's kind of how my group looks at stuff. They look at them as TV series. So today... I want to break down how I do this, and here's the kind of breakdown. It's going to be the change-up, an all-in, that's going to probably be one recording, an alt game, how to set your date, take 30, and then I might have a bumper in there for you again in the close. So let's dive into this episode 25, what I'm calling the breaking point. So when is it time to change it up? What are the signs? Well, for me, it's signs of fatigue from the GM or the player of running the same thing. Sometimes you get lucky and you get a two-year, one-year, lifetime-long campaign. Everyone's so into their characters in the world. They just continue on and keep changing the story every season, every chapter, whatever book. Sometimes that doesn't happen. Sometimes you get fatigue of a system. Sometimes you get the uh, look at the kitty syndrome and something new comes out and your group wants to play. Lack of interest. Maybe everyone used to be really interested in what's going on, but they've fallen in love with the system. I know our group had that happen with Pathfinder and we switched over to Cypher, but sometimes those things happen. As a GM, sometimes you hit burnout. And I've noticed the older I've got, my burnout is a little higher. And I think it's because my expectations are higher than they were when I was younger. And my burnout isn't like, I'm tired of playing with these people or I hate this game. It's the, I feel like I still told the story I wanted to tell. In this new setting that we're running right now, I had them understand what the gods were and then a huge change, lots of downtime for players to do stuff. And, and this thing where they found the foundation of magic and it was a big epic combat that took like three hours, even in 5e. So at the end of the day, they, I feel like they hit this big hurdle, hit this big note. And I don't know how much more there is to tell in this chapter. Now that's not to say that I maybe burned out with this one, but... I feel like I'm done with what I had to tell with this story. That doesn't mean these characters won't continue. So I'm, I'm going to look at that throughout this talk, this, this episode. How am I going to handle the current situation I'm in? Because I can only talk about what I know best. The part and the place that I'm currently in in my gaming. There's also this. Sometimes you just get a great endpoint. Like, we had a great fight, great combat. We could probably do a one-session wrap-up after this. 
and everyone would, you know, get to do what they want and close out their characters in a good way. 10th level is a high level in any game that does level 1 to 20. And then my other situation, I have a player who might be leaving, and they are pivotal to some things that have happened in the story. Korth is a druid of, of the Gaian Enclave, and they divided the entire Flensing Fields in half of the forest for one year, basically made a time of peace, and those receded back, and now they're dealing with other problems. So we could tie some of those things up. Those are loose ends that could be taken care of quickly, or we jump off and start the next chapter, the next series, the next season of what I'm running. So change up can be good, but you have to talk to your players about it. And that comes to the all in section, change up and all in. Is everybody in? Does everybody else want to quit playing? Is it just you as the GM? If so, do you just need to find a way to get around the hurdle you have in front of you where you feel like you're out of, of ideas um, if your players also want to continue playing, then as a GM, it's your job to kind of think about that. You need to sit and look at what you're running and see if that is something that you need to do. So how do you go about that? Well, I used to do a checklist that is, am I tired of the game or am I done with the story? Or am I done with the setting? Or am I done with the system? And I go through those and mark off the pros and cons like you would for anything. But if your players are still all in to continue playing, then talk to them and maybe give them like, hey, okay, I'll run, let's do four more sessions, five more sessions. I'll take us almost through summer to Gen Con. And then we'll talk about maybe switching up to a new game. We're going to go to Gen Con and see shit we want. Or if your players are like, no, this is a good ending point. Let's do like two sessions to wrap up some loose ends we'd like to wrap up. And then uh, let's play something else. So my group is talking about Star Trek right now. And I would love to run Star Trek. I just finished the Discovery series. So here's my points for all in. Talk to your game, your gaming group. See if they're all in. They're all fucking in. Continue running what you're running and give them dates. But if they are wanting to switch games, talk about what you want to run, what the players want to run. And don't just abruptly end your session. Give closure. No one likes a movie that has no closure. So if everyone's all in, say, cool, we're doing three more sessions, and then we're going to start. What do we want to do for these next three sessions? Let's make them memorable. Is there any loose ends you guys want your players to tie up before they become NPCs in the world? Are you near a wrap-up point? Maybe you don't need to do three sessions. Maybe you need one. Or do you continue? Continue your story. Continue telling it. And make something grand and take them from, like, you know, that 10 to 15. You tell people, hey, guys, we're going to do... X amount, and then we're going to come back to this drawing board again and see if we're ready to play something else. And then take a vote on it. Bottom line, though, the GM is the one running the game. If they're not happy, the players aren't going to be happy in the end. But if your players are happy and you aren't, then you need to look at why they are. Maybe you're not focusing the right way as a GM. Let's get on to the next topic, though. Maybe you just need an alt game. An alt game. An alternative to what you're running. Running a different game sometimes an answer to the problems of GM. Maybe you just have some ideas that aren't fit in the setting. Like, if I want to run Star Trek, I sure as shit can't do that stuff in a high magic courtesan game for 5e. Like, that just doesn't work. But that doesn't mean that you can't do an alt game. Here's how I handle an alternative game for my weekly group, or bi-weekly, or whatever is your consistent group. Sometimes I ask if when people are missing, do we want to make a game that we can run? We've done this for years. They usually last a little while, and they're usually a modern game. A spin on something where I can drop people in and out of play very easily. That works well. I mean, we've done that 
for at least 10 years I can think of where we pick an alt game and if someone's missing, we run that. Or if there's another person who wants to GM in your group, that week that someone's going to be missing, that person just has stuff prepped and ready to run. You have to have a person who's good with running on the fly. Like, if somebody else is GMing and I was a player and for some reason someone couldn't make it and they asked me to GM that day, I'd be fine with it because I'm good at GMing on the fly. I enjoy that part of the GMing experience. But if you don't have a GM in your group that's going to do that, that might be difficult. Maybe do board game night instead or cards. Or maybe you just run with a separate group. Maybe your group is all in in 5e and they don't like other systems and you can't convince them to play Star Trek. That's not my situation. Everybody really wants to play it, but that happens. Maybe you want to run Invisible Sun and your group's not well suited for that kind of narrative game. So make an alt game. Make something you run online or to store and it's once a month or whatever your schedule allows. And that's the hard thing is scheduling that. Freelancing, I've had to really look at how I schedule my games to make sure they are beneficial for what I'm working on. And at the end of the day... I still get to game a healthy amount without consuming all my time. Maybe a few session break is a good idea. Like, hey guys, um, we hit a good ending point here. Let's uh, let's go for like a three session break. We're going to play something else for three sessions. Just a, a module or something that's, you know, closed at the end. No open-ended. We're just done. And then we'll come back to this main game and everyone can kind of get their downtime stuff together and what they want to do. We can RP some of that on the side through. You know, whatever you're using, Slack, Discord, Facebook. We've talked about that. Again, I believe in Episode 9, I talk about having a good social group to be able to talk to your guys, talk to your players, talk to your girls, make sure they know what page you guys are all on. Next thing you're going to do, though, is set a date. So let's dive into that. Setting a date's not that hard. It sounds like it, but Google Calendar has made this very easy nowadays. You can share a game calendar out with your group and set a date and talk about this in the table before you end your current session. Don't just abruptly end something. Everyone sit down at the table, start making characters. There could be some hard feelings involved. Give warning. So it also allows your players to say, I'm not going to play this. I'm going to back out while you guys play this. Let me know when you play something new. So setting a date, pick a start date. Don't make it abrupt. Give them a couple more weeks of play or a week of play. If everyone's all in, if you've got a really excited group, you're going to know. Get a campaign rules ready. And what I mean by that is Look through the book, look through what you want to run, and get a guideline to what you want to run in this new campaign. Don't dive too deep yet, because you need to still be excited about the other game you're running. But there's nothing wrong with looking at it and getting a page together and say, hey, here's the ideas of what I want to do. Like the first question that was asked, we mentioned Star Trek, I was like, oh, what time frame are we going to play? What, what TV series? Are we going to do Discovery? Are we going to do Next Generation? Are we going to do Enterprise? Voyager? Like Everyone wants to know what we're going to play in. And that stuff does make a difference with what's going on in the galaxy at the time. Paizo has done a really good job of this. When they put out their, their adventure pass, they put out the player's guide that comes with it. And it gives you an idea of what you're getting into. So start piecing that together before you run your game. It gives players something to look at. You can do a shared Google Doc for it. Start talking about it on the social group like we talked about. Wherever you guys talk online, start talking about it there. And then for myself and for the group, I usually get a campaign style sheet together. So with the internet, we have the luxury of being able to not have to go photocopy images and then place them together. We can actually make a Pinterest board or a single sheet really quickly by putting a bunch of photos together and go, this is the feel I want. Again, I'll use this Star Trek as an example. Maybe I pick their ship, what their uniforms look like, what the colors in between, and get this stuff together so people can be like, oh, yeah, I know what I'm doing. I know what this looks like. If you're playing Cleons in Discovery, Cleons are different then than they are in any other series. 
So get that style sheet, the visual style sheet together. Set that date and don't miss it. Be ready when that date comes around. Don't sit down and go, well, guys, I really haven't had time. Because if you're leading the charge as a GM or if you're a player who does this and you're saying, I want to play something else, you need to be ready. You need to know your rules. You need to be ready to learn this as a group together and, and have your adventure ready to go or your characters ready to go. Pretty simple idea, right? So how do you actually make it happen? Well, I usually take 30. And what I mean by take 30 is I take 30 minutes before or after my game as we're winding down that campaign to say, all right, is there anything else in this campaign that we want to do? Have we missed anything? Is there any key moments your player character is wanting to have? Like, is there a loose end that I don't remember from 10 sessions ago that you really want to tie up? Take 30, talk to your group at the table, write them down, and say, all right, well, next couple episodes, we're going to hit these things. Is there anything else major? Any downtime things? Were you trying to finish your castle? Is there anything huge that you want to do? And get that together. Maybe they need more money, and you haven't given enough money. Maybe they're going to go hit a, a dragon's horde. Maybe they're going to get paid by a council. Put things together to get the players what they want. Because if you're ending it, end it on a note that makes the players remember stuff. Or take 30 at the end. If you're still running and your game's going well and you guys are just winding down and finishing this book or this part of your campaign you want to play something else, maybe at the end of your session go, man, that was a good session. Let's talk about what we're going to be doing for our new game coming up briefly for 30 minutes. Has anyone looked over the book? Anyone have any ideas? Has anyone looked at something that really spoke, you know, spoke to them or sparked an interest so as a GM I can be ready? Or if you're a GM, maybe you tell them, like, dude, I've been reading over, I love this, this, and this, have you guys seen it? Get interest built for your new campaign that's about to happen. Because if you don't, you're going to be the only one who wants to fucking play it. And that's not fun. It's a group activity, so everyone needs to be in. I have a player in my group who, we've learned so many games over the years, he's kind of got new game burnout. So I always make sure I ask him, are you ready to try something new? So if he's not, then we'll play something else. It's not that hard. But you need to talk. We've done conversations before, or episodes on conversation and talking, Go back and listen to some of those to help you if you're getting ready to hit one of these moments in your home game. Last, during that 30 minutes, that take 30, talk about the transition. Say, hey, do we want to just shelf these characters for a while and come back to them later? Does everybody like it? Does anyone see their character being done? Like, I, I've I'm done their story. I fulfilled what I wanted. And then also maybe take those 30 minutes to build PCs and NPCs that you want for your new game and get things ready to go. Take 30. Take those minutes needed to make everybody on the same page. Because your group will be happier, your GM will be happier, your old just be ready to go. Because everyone knows what's coming up, and there's not a bad surprise. So the difference between a bad surprise and a good surprise. You know that. EFP is proud of its Patreon. I'm proud of my Patreon. And I can't thank all of you enough who listen to this, share it out. We did really well last month with the podcast. And I'm super excited that I'm developing one of my plotted adventures, a new way to do adventures, audio notes, and just a few pages of a plot web. And that Rob Schwab has asked me to design one for Shadows of the Demon Lord. Fire's Hunger is being done by their designer right now, putting things together. I'm excited to share it to the world and let people see a new way to do adventures. 
But most importantly, come to my Patreon and let me know what you think about plotted adventures. Come talk to me. Do you have questions? It doesn't need to be explained more. Again, I just thank you all for coming and listening to the show, listening to what I have to say so I can share my experience with you. Last, somebody asked me why I say watch, listen, and learn. I have learned that watching people is how I became a better GM, better at my job, by reading people and really thinking about what they want. Listening is the number one sales thing I can tell people. That translates to just the tabletop industry and being a good person. Listen to somebody. Actually listen. Put your phone down. It's hard. We're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it. But listen. It'll make you a better player and a better GM. And learn. And this goes from watching shows, reading books, reading through your rules before you play, learning from others who know more than you about a topic. It's why we listen to podcasts. So again, everybody, thank you. I'll continue with the show here. I just wanted to put this in here to say thanks. Because honestly, who doesn't want to hear that? All right, everybody. Well, that's it for episode 25 and the idea of having to start a new game and if it's a good time or a bad time. So in closing, thanks again for listening to the show. I love doing this podcast. This one's a little bit late. I injured my back. I'm recovered enough to build a stand and record now. Um, any call-ins you have, remember, Anchor is free. Bottom left-hand corner, you tap that thing, call in, ask questions, and I will answer. If I can't answer, maybe I'll get somebody else for you. At Patreon, you can find it at EFP, or Eric Frankhouse Presents on Patreon. We've been doing Magic and Monsters Marks of Men, a new 5e high magic campaign setting where monsters can mark people and turn them into one of their own. Last, I will be at Megacon over this upcoming holiday weekend in May. If you want to come down and say hi, if you live in Florida, live in the area and listen to the podcast, I'll be working the Chess X booth during the day, but I'll be around all night to kind of hang out and talk gaming. I mean, that's why we're all here. And then I guess actually the last thing is thanks again to Rob for letting me do Fire's Hunger for Shadows and Demon Lord. I'm excited to see a plotted adventure out through his, uh, his group and see what his audience thinks about it. Well, that's it for me, everybody. I'm going to go ice this back because this shit hurts. <laughs> we'll be recording again for you guys on Thursday. And remember, watch, listen, learn. Till next time.